0: Today's episode is brought to you by the Southern Living Plant Collection. To view our plant collection, find a retailer near you, or buy online, visit southernlivingplants.com. People of America, it is your lucky day. It is I, Steve Bender, the Grumpy Gardener. Welcome to Ask Grumpy, a podcast from Southern Living, One of my foremost goals as Grumpy Gardener is to have all of my fans be able to grow gardens that are just as beautiful as mine. A daunting task, I know. I'm here with my co-host, Nella. Hello, Nella. Hello, Steve. Hi, Nella.
1: All righty. We have a really great question.
0: Oh, I am just all a Twitter.
1: (laughs) (sighs) Okay, here it goes. I love hostas. My whole yard is filled with them. The trouble is that after a foul frost, it looks dead. Any suggestions?
0: Well, unfortunately, you are one of the member of the sad group called hostamaniacs, right? You love hostas, but then they don't look like anything after a freeze. The answer is really simple plant something else with your hostas, okay? (laughs) There's lots of plants that look good planted with hostas. And so some of them are evergreen. So when your hostas die to the ground, you'll still have plenty of things out there to look at. Let me give you some suggestions. First, evergreen ferns they do great with hostas one of my favorite is autumn fern it's evergreen very easy to grow hardy and it obviously keeps its color year-round another one would be the hellebores or lenten roses they have very attractive dark green foliage grow well in the shade just like hostas run the exact same places You could try some of our native wild ginger, which has really pretty foliage. It's like dark green and silver mottled foliage, and it is very easy to take care of for the shade. There is a grass-looking plant. It is called Carex. It's actually technically a sage, but it looks like a grass, and it has yellow foliage, and it's evergreen, and it makes a nice, graceful mound. It stays there all winter long, and it gets to be maybe 18 inches tall and wide. Looks fabulous with all these other plants. And then I would also say that you could add to your hosta collection, maybe some late winter or early spring bulbs. You know, things like snowflakes and snowdrops and early daffodils and things like that that'll, you know, come up and give you color. Spanish bluebells is another great one, grape hyacinths, that will give you color before the hostas are up. So you'll have something to look at besides just a bunch of dead hostas.
1: Now, Steve, are these like partial sun and shade or?
0: These plants are primarily shade plants. Mm -hmm. But like hostas, they will take a little morning sun. You don't want to put them in the hot sun. They'll burn up. But all the plants that I mentioned, wherever hostas do well, these plants will do well.
1: Mm Okay. All righty. Well, thank you, Steve.
0: My pleasure again.
1: Hi, Steve. Hi, Nala. I got a grumpy gripe.
0: Yes, my
1: gripe.
0: (laughs) Okay, another gripe. You know, one of the things that really makes me mad is when so-called garden companies try to mislead people and sell them stuff that's going to make their lives better and actually does absolutely nothing. So my fraud of the week is called an ultrasonic bug repeller. And you'll see these things, and they, they show them putting out all these microwaves and everything, and they say they chase away ants, they chase away spiders. Interesting that spiders don't have ears, so I don't know how they could chase away spiders. They say mice and rats and squirrels. Let me tell you, I had squirrels in my attic, and I got like three of these things blasting from every corner squirrels didn't notice it at all so you know we want to get rid of these pests there are better ways to do it you can trap squirrels there's all sorts of different things you can trap mice you can trap rats you know you can put down insecticide if you want to keep the ants out or you can put down ant traps those are really easy to use the ant traps but these ultrasonic bug repellers You are wasting your money, so don't fall for it. It may look really cool, but it's a total dud.
1: Well, I tell you what, if they could come up with something to get rid of the moles in our yard, Um, that would be
0: The best thing that I've found to get rid of moles in the yard is a good mole trap. And there are those out there. It's really gruesome, Al. I've got a favorite mole trap. Mm -hmm. It's called the mole eliminator trap.
1: (laughs) That's and not true.
0: It's true. It's called the Mole Eliminator Trap. It's sold by a company named Gemplers. And you insert this trap into a mole hill. Mm-hmm. And when the mole comes through the place where you've inserted it and sets it off, it sends the mole into a whole different dimension.
1: Oh, so, no.
0: It really does work. I've recommended it. And everybody who's used it says, yeah, yeah, we finally got on it.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, oh my gosh. I don't know. Maybe I'll tell my husband about that. Yeah. It's... I'm sure he'll probably order 10 of them.
0: But it's just for moles. It's not for other stuff.
1: Yeah. It's just the malls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Thanks a lot, Steve. You're welcome.
0: Thanks for tuning in to Ask Grumpy. This podcast airs every Wednesday and Saturday. If you have a question, you know where to find me. No question goes unanswered on the Grumpy Gardener Facebook page. Be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. And we'd love to have your feedback. If you could rate this podcast and leave a review, that would make Grumpy very happy. You can find us online at southernliving.com forward slash askgrumpy.